Hello, dear. This is Anne Ajadi with Dear Anne. And this is the Walk With Me series. You know, we've been talking all week about the underdog, the life of the underdog, the unexpected, the rejected, the dejected, the one that no one is reckoning with. And today, a hero of the moment is Gideon. And I have titled this Go in This Thy Might. We look at Gideon's life. The Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord, and for seven years he gave them to the hands of the Midianites. Because the power of the Midianites were so oppressive, the Israelites prepared shelters for themselves in mountain clefts, caves, and strongholds. Wherever the Israelites planted their crops, the Midianites, Amalekites, Eastern peoples invaded the country. Long story short, because the children of Israel will not do right by God, because they went their own ways, every time God's people go against God, he hands them over to, the, to their enemies. And in this case, the Israelites were handed over to the Midianites. And what the Midianites were doing, they would wait until the Israelites had prepared their crops. It was harvest time. They will come invade their farms and take away their harvest, thereby rendering them fruitless. So all their efforts will become nothing. They were God's chosen people. Remember that the nation with the covenant, their rules of engagement were simple. They had to obey God, keep his commands, serve no foreign gods. They and their land will be fine. If they did otherwise, God said, they would be handed over to their to the mercy of their enemies. The nation will face judgment of God until they repented of their sins and returned. Mm. So it was almost like a cycle. I'm sure you, 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 you can relate. I'm a Nigerian. And if I think about my country, Nigeria, I, I feel like because we won't do right by God, God has handed over handed us over to the hand of our enemies. Enemies being the kidnappers, the violent people, the Boko Harams, the ritualists, and all of that. But there is also a pattern in the way God dealt with his people. When they cry out to him, he listens. He sends a deliverer. Just like I am praying that a deliverer will come for my nation, Nigeria. I hope for your nation too. Because I don't only pray for Nigeria, I pray for every other nation. Let's return to our story. Our underdog of the moment being Gideon. The people cried and God heard. No matter how far out we have gone or how deeply entrenched we may be in sin, when we cry out, God hears us and he sends deliverance. He sent a prophet to the children of Israel to remind them how they got to the present state. In other words, no matter where you are now, retrace your steps. Remember where you are coming from. Remember what God had delivered you from. God reminded the children of Israel how he delivered them from Egypt. So why were they now misbehaving? Why did they choose to go their own ways? Bible says, if my people, in Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people who are called by my name would turn 
from their wicked ways. They will seek my face. They will pray. He says, then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. There is a correlation between sin and dryness. There's a correlation between sin and hardship. There is a correlation. Bible says if we pray, if we repent, if we turn, he will hear us and heal our land. I believe that Nigeria will be healed. So today, let's meet Gideon. We'll be meeting Gideon since Gideon, son of Joash, and Abiezai was in his land threshing wheat in a wine press. The angel of the Lord came and sat beside, sat down under the oak in opera that belonged to Joash the Abiezai, where son Gideon was threshing wheat in a wine press to keep it from the Midianites. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. When a people or an individual is under judgment, many things become inconvenient. He felt the burden, lived the hardship. The people's travail was heavy. Gideon felt very inadequate. The troubles of the land were many. What could he, one solitary man from the backwoods of nowhere, do in the face of such oppression? God, knowing that he had the heart of a deliverer, chose Gideon as a man of the hour. You wonder how I know? Gideon knew their history understood that God was awesome in the lives of the people and he knew that for them to be going through such hard times could only mean one thing, God has turned his back. He knew it was, a, it was not a God problem, it was a sin issue. The angel startled him, called him mighty despite his low self-esteem. What matters is how God chooses to define us, not how we see ourselves or how man describes us. When we empty ourselves, we make room for God. To fill us and then pours out the world. Angel called Gideon, the man with the low self-esteem, the one who was hiding in the wine press, threshing wheat. He called him a mighty man. He knew his heart. He saw beyond his present predicament. My dear friend, is there a possibility that there is more to you than what we see? Is it possible that your problems describe you now more than God describes you? Is it possible that you have suffered or you are so battered that you don't even remember who you are anymore? I will tell you this day that the Lord sees you as a mighty one. The Lord sees you as a great one. The Lord sees you as one who is able to conquer whatever it is that is facing you right now. I always say to people that one of the favorite phrases of mine in the Bible is, It came to pass. Whatever it is that you are facing, the enemies, big or small, will pass. In the name of Jesus, it will pass. As long story short, God reassures Gideon that he is the man of the hour. Gideon set out a, set a fleece before God. God humored him showed him he couldn't he won't even believe that fleece he and his servant went snuck into the enemy camp and overheard the conversations of the enemy and what did they say they were afraid of gideon now let me tell you i know you feel so low you are so battered right now you're feeling dejected you are feeling you have a feeling that can I do it? You only have to hear what the enemy is saying about you. My dear, 
if you hear what they think of you the enemy is afraid of you a friend of mine told me that the, what you are afraid of is afraid of you the enemy my dear friend is afraid of you take a cue from gideon at the end of the day he didn't even need the multitude to get the job done you only need a few people you don't need a lot you already have what it takes you may be the black sheep of the family right now just know you are black you're different that's because god himself is routing for you god is clapping for you god wants you to god wants you to show bible says that he hides treasures inside dark places inside earthen vessels i mean who does that you want to hide something precious you put it in a place that does not have beauty that may be your story right now you may be today's underdog your name may not be gideon but you may in your life may typify gideon's life or your, your life may have taken after gideon's life you are the blast nobody reckons with your family and all of that your father's house maybe your father is the least in his family amongst his brothers and you are the last and they don't even think anything of you but you are god's man of the hour i want you today to brace yourself and face the challenge you have what it takes Gideon's story is recorded for us in the Bible in the book of Judges chapter 6. You will do well to read it. And I've also read excerpts from my book, Strength for the Journey. You will find the whole thing there. It's, it's an interesting read. And I urge you to avail yourself today. Read Judges chapter 6. Draw your own conclusions. But beyond that, I want you to know that God is looking out for you. The cloud of witnesses are waiting to clap you. They are waiting to cheer you on. Have a nice day, my dear friend. God bless you.